Greetings fellow Slingers, welcome back to the show. It is I, your trusted Dungeon Master Brian, welcoming you once again. We're back on it guys, The Dragon's Demand, Episode 3. You know, before we begin though, uh, I know you hear me run through the rhetoric all the time, but I, I can't tell you enough how important it is that I ask you guys, please, head on over to whatever podcast app you listen to the show on, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, any one of those other uh, platforms that you listen to the show on, and please, leave us that five-star rating and review. Now, I'm telling you, it really does help out the show, and, and if you want to help the show, that's one of the best ways to do it. Uh, obviously, another way is you could head on over to the Patreon page at patreon.com slash roll2hard20podcast. For as little as a dollar, you can help out the show, and it really does go a long way. All that being said, I kind of got the business in a, of it out of the way. I want to remind everybody that we are still currently dropping our Delta Green uh, campaign episodes that myself and the other hard slingers of yore have rolled, and they, they sound wonderful. Going to be dropping those probably concurrently with this uh, the Dragon's Demand episodes so that we don't have a, a lull or a lapse. Of course, knowing that we're getting close to Christmas, I want to make sure that we have... Um, you know, that we have something in reserve because I'm sure that we're going to start losing some people as they as we enter into the holidays and, and everybody's schedule starts getting more uh, compacted, especially with all this COVID. I mean, how important is that to make sure that you go places, right? Because they're all still open. Actually, they're not. Once again, we as California have entered our third official lockdown. But you know what? We're still having a great time playing this game and I don't want to stop doing it anytime soon. Ooh, look at that light coming in through the window. Holy cow. Got bright as sunshine talking about freedom and there it is. Yes, die, die. Anyways, all that being said, I hope everybody out there is going to have a wonderful uh, Christmas. Right into the show at rollthehard20podcast at gmail.com. Let me know how we're doing. Also, I want to reach out to one of the... Uh, commenters on our youtube channel uh he did specifically tell me how to pronounce dennis detweiler's name and i got it right this time so dennis i want to appreciate everything you've done as far as putting out your material for delta green any of you hard slingers out there that want to have us run a particular campaign for delta green go ahead and write in the show and let us know what you would like to listen to us play next we are open to all suggestions other than that, I think the only thing left to do is to warm up your dice and top off your glass as Roll the Hard 20 Podcast presents Episode 3 of our Dragon's Demand run-through. A Scent of the Peed. Right. At least you get the covered uh, bonus to that. The the sack satchel, cape of halfling. <laughs> so is everybody ready to play? Ready. Oh, yeah. Kush, how are you doing with your school? Is that all handled, or is it all done? Uh, I'm on break, and then in January I'm back up. Okay. But it's a good thing you brought that up. I was actually going to bring it up uh, today. In January, I'm going to have class on Wednesday again. Okay, let me know what day works for you, and we'll re-switch the day again. I think it's basically most of the days. I'll double-check uh, to make sure I got it right. But I think it's basically not Wednesday and not Monday, and then I'm good. 
what does that mean? You're good on Tuesday or Thursday? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pick a day. I, junior, let me know what works with you also. Chris? I'm good with either one. I'm good. Yeah, either Nick? one's fine. Okay. Also, um, finally, if we, uh, if you need help, I want to make sure everybody has good mics. If you need help, I could help you out with getting mics, but I want to make sure everybody has good mics too. As long as we're still down doing this COVID thing again. So message me and I'll hook you up with mics or help you out or whatever. So what you're saying is you want us to slide up in your DMS. That's right. Slide. I don't think my dark mud flaps. <laughs> I, think that's what, I don't think that's what it stands for nowadays. God but. damn. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> well, greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to World of Hard 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted dungeon master, Brian, and with me, the hard slingers. Yeah. 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 And we are finally back. I know we had a brief hiatus, but we are on episode three of our dragon's demand run through when we last left off you guys had finally entered the witch tower made your way down to a subterranean level where you guys found you were just bathed in darkness you guys descended a ladder you found that uh those of you with dark vision had noticed that there were several rotted cots i believe sabi stabi had jumped on flint hard junks back and they were exploring the lower portions Sirkin, you notice that in the middle room of this lower uh, subterranean uh, room that you guys were in, that in the north wall in an alcove was a rusted iron statue, and in the south wall was a, a closed iron door. Flint, with Stabi on your back, you entered the western wing of this room as you were looking at more of these rotted cots and you saw a mountain of linen. You saw it start to move and before you knew what was going on, you saw these two giant centipedes jump out. And we were going to roll initiative. We're going to do that right now. So let's roll some initiative. All right. Let's yes. go. We're not wasting any fucking time. We're jumping right into it. Get this shit started. All right. Ain't too bad. Sirkin, what do you got, babe? 11. That sucks, babe. Stubby. Uh, 13. 13. Flint. 14. Griswold. Nine. Nine. <laughs> We're starting with the low rate. I appreciate it. <laughs> Let me set up our uh, our little thing of love here. So Flint, you see these two centipedes l look at you. But I need to ask also, Sirkin, you were in the middle of the room. Griswold, where were you at? in this this room um let's see were you in the eastern wing the middle wing or how close were you to where flint is at uh i'd probably be a few paces behind flint i think that puts me at the center wing right okay the center center good yeah. deal the first one goes to attack you flint for a 16. Ooh, 16 is gonna hit gonna hit for four points of damage and two God points damn. of poisoned damage. And I need for you to make a con save. Oh, all right, I'll make a con save real quick, but also I am resistant to poison. Oh, that's great. 
Okay, so you'll take uh, half of that damage then, of the poison. You'll take one point one of that. One point, okay. And that was nine for my con check. Nine, okay. You feel your body become very sluggish as you lose three points of dexterity. Are you a, are you a dwarf? Yes. You have advantage on the save. Oh, because of the resistance? Yeah, so you resist the damage and you also have advantage on poison saves. All right, let's roll that one Reroll more that. time. Yeah, you have a racial. Don't get racist. All right, 12. <laughs> 12. You still take the same damage to All your right. decks. <laughs> Damn it. Sorry. Oh, wow. So negative three, right? The second one moves past you and heads towards the rules lawyer. It attacks you, Griswold. save one of my allies, and then I get hit. <laughs> and, and misses. Okay. Flint. Well, I also had advantage on the save, so I was ready. So you need All to make right. that save again. Oh, man. All right, here we go. So that is 12 and negative 3. That will make it... Oh, wow. I just went really limp mode. Um... <laughs> Limp hard strike. Holy shit. Limp hard strike. Yeah, I just can't do math right now. Lint hard math. Lint hard math. Flint right? I'm just taking three off to that, right? For no, no. My no, no don't. My well, you take, you take three off the first hit. Now so you need just, to make another save. Every turn your comes up, you need to make the, that save again. With the negative three, right? No, you're making a con save, save again. You're, you're only losing dex. You're only losing dex. Oh, I'm losing dex. Okay, so it's 12. It's still 12. I was taking it off uh, constitution. So it's dex that I'm not losing yeah. it off of. Okay, that's where I got confused. So not Kong, dex. God damn. It put me in the But now way it's your turn. Make the con save again. All right. That was the con save for my turn. Was that with advantage? No, that was just regular. So with advantage, advantage <laughs> that still, was my advantage. That was still my advantage. Yeah, 12. Okay. Did you roll it? Okay. I, I rolled it twice, but oh, you yeah, still, the last you still roll suffered. <laughs> Hang on. Let me turn your camera off. Okay, so... <laughs> so you still suffer from the from the three points of dex loss. All right. Stabby, from the back of Flint, all you hear is commotion all about you. You're bathed in darkness. Can't see. All you know is that Flint is having trouble rolling his dice. What would you like to do? Um, fuck, I can't see anything. I don't. Oh wait, I, I have a candle. Um, <clears throat> that's the like equivalent to, to a torch for you guys. Uh, well, yeah, I am. What do you mean, you guys? <laughs> that'd be a pretty big torch for a halfling's hand. Um, I, I'd like to light a candle. Okay. To see just something within my my close proximity. Okay, as you light this candle, as a minor act, I'll leave it as a minor action or an action instead of your movement action, unless you want to jump off his back. No, I'm riding that shit. Oh, I bet. All right. What <laughs> <laughs> was that you had at work today, Junior? That that easy, smooth, creamy beard fucking concoction. You the homemade beer concoction. <laughs> the beard That's smoother. The moonshine at work is that one? <laughs> We're making Pruno, man. <laughs> A Pruno. <laughs> Sixty days. Sirkin. Now you're in the middle wing of this large room, and you turn and you see it in different shades of gray. Uh, 
these two centipedes come out. One of them attack Flint. One of them attack Griswold. You see this illumination beam around Flint's head like a halo. And he's wearing stubby on his back <laughs> like Master Blaster from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. What are you going to do? Uh, who is closer to me, Flint or Griswold? Griswold. <clears throat> and okay, the centipede. I'm going to pull out my short swords and try to attack the centipede. Um, that's that's uh, trying to attack Griswold. Okay. First one's going to miss. Second one, that'll probably hit. 22. That will hit. Okay. Four or five points of damage. You see it take this paint and rear back a little, but still focus in on Griswold. Griswold. What are you going to do now that you see this thing is still focused in on you? Tell it a rule that it could, like, can stymie it. Uh, I'm just going to hit it with uh, my Thorn Whip, my best Indiana Jones impression. Uh, let's see here. That is 20 to hit. 20 will hit. For five points of damage. It's still going. Oh. And it... It looks at you. Now you're not familiar with the with the uh, the composition of this centipede, so you're really not certain how bad he is, how off he is. He's not familiar with biology of centipede, but it's going to attack you anyways. For 15. That'll hit. Yep. That'll hit. For five points of damage, and I need for you to make that con save as well. Okay. okay, so that is... I'm sorry, and you'll take the two points of, of poison damage on top of that also. But okay. I need for you to make the con save to negate the I got a 19 on the con save. Okay, so you, you feel this this poison begin to, to move through your body, but you're, you're able to stave this shit off. The other centipede has two targets. Now that it sees this this glowing ember atop of Flint's head. It's kind of taken back. You know, what is this? And it goes for you, Stabby. Oh, 19 on the roll. For, <laughs> for three points of damage and two points of poison. And I need for you to make that con save as well. Well, at this point, I'm dead. Does it matter? <laughs> okay, so you feel this heavy weight slump over your back, Flint. Like, you know, Heavy, when, you're, yeah. when you're carrying a child that doesn't want to go to its room <laughs> or doesn't want to leave Target, this is what you got. The candle drops to the floor, still illuminated. All right. What are you going to do, Flint? Uh, you got Stubby on your back. A little panic from getting hit and seeing Stubby fall. Uh, go ahead and make a con save. Or, sorry, I believe it's going to be a deck save. 11. 11, that is a fail. I cast Sacred Flame, and you are going to take six points of radiant damage. Is it radiant? You see it rear back, and actually start like scooting back a little. Stubby, I'm sorry, did you want to do anything else, Flint? Um, not that I can right now. Uh, did it move away from me? It reared back. Oh, okay. Like, you know, it's, it's still, still where yeah. it's at, but it pulled its head back. 
Okay, I am just going to take out my... I can't. I'm just going to hang out there then. Okay, Stubby. Make a death save, please. What is a death save? Is a d20, right? Straight up d20. Oh. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, one pass. Good job. Whoo! Circuit. Shit's getting crazy. You watch the fire, the the flame that was above Flint's head drop. You see Stubby slump over his shoulder. Griswold's still engaged. Uh, I'm going to try to keep attacking the, the same centipede I was attacking in front of Griswold. Okay. With both my short swords. First one's going to miss again. Second one, it's a nat 20. Yeah, oh, the yeah. 20. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> so that's uh, 10 points of damage. 10 points. Describe how you bisect this giant centipede. So with both my short swords, I try to just try to cut it in half. The first one, I just miss it because I couldn't, couldn't really see in the dark. Second one, bam, phew, right in the middle. Yeah. Cleave it. Headshot. <laughs> you got movement. Want to move anywhere? Do anything? Uh, I'm going to stay where I am right now. Okay. Griswold. Uh, okay. Can you clar- clarify the, the one you... Uh, killed is that the one that was in front of me yes yeah, yeah he joined beside you and engaged that one as well you're okay. his favorite he's letting uh <laughs> hard strike and, and stabby die thanks <laughs> <Sirkin>. <laughs> <No problem>. um, <laughs> that's why god created new character sheets <laughs> <laughs> okay i guess i'll go help uh well flint is still up so i'll go try and help yeah. him uh because I, I don't think I can, uh, I think I can get you back up. Can I? One second. You know what? I can do both. I'm going to cast yeah. um, Healing Word as a bonus action. Oh. And then... Word. Uh, you get six hit points back. Sweet. Right on, Flint. Then you must I feel will... pretty good, huh? <laughs> 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 and then I will... Thorn whip the the one in front the dwarf. of dwarf Flint. <laughs> Just don't get us confused. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is what is it right here? Twenty one to hit. That's gonna hit. And let's see if I can do this more than one. All right, I did a maximum of six points of damage. Describe how you kill this giant centipede with your thorn whip. Uh, let's see. I just, uh, I go to, to whip the centipede and then the, um, whip wraps around like the centipede's neck or whatever, uh, and then the thorns just dig in until it, uh, ceases to it. Basically pops its right. head off of its thorax. Yeah. As you guys simmer down out of combat, Stabby, your eyes begin to flutter open and you find yourself on the floor. Is Flint on top of me? Not yet, but I'm robbing your pockets. <laughs> <laughs> he was, I believe, Sir. <laughs> <next. laughs> so, lost my notes. Uh, okay. So, uh, what would you guys like to do in these rooms? How 
how is everybody? I, I, I'm my eyes are fluttering open. I'm kind of getting my wits about me, and I'm like, hey, is is everybody okay? That was intense. Took a little beating there myself. Same here. Is that a hype yeah, joke? I didn't even get touched. I don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah, Sirkin, you're amazing so far. Surprisingly, yeah. We got a winner. Yeah, you might want to have to like email one of these guys your spare sheets. <laughs> we got a winner this time around. Do we need to? Do any of us need to rest? I I know. Um, I don't know who healed me, but thank you. I thought I was a goner. Thought I was done for. I was gonna die in this. <laughs> shithole of a tower just look around like mm, I don't know. <laughs> Flint, while you're there why don't you go ahead and make a perception check all right five more centipedes <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll take it 14 14 very good you notice that sticking out of the uh out of the mound of linen there appears to be like objects within it almost as though they were probably part of their little nest all right i'll uh motion back to the party and be cautiously looking around where we were heading originally and be like hey guys believe these uh centipede creatures might have been stashing away some uh items over here i was like come take a look and i'll uh start leading that way uh are the linens actually covering well, it's it looks like a like a mound. It's probably about three and a half, four feet high. Uh, but you could see that through the hole that they came out of, that whatever these objects that aren't linen, they look uh, like pieces of armor, maybe uh, rusted weapons and, and tarnished type swords or, or daggers or whatever. Something from from your distance, you really can't tell. But it looks like they lined their little hovel with this stuff. I would like to try to like grab some of the stuff and like sweep it and kind of bring it more towards the center of the room. Okay. You stick your arm in there. Yes. Ah, my head. <laughs> so you pull out like old rotted pieces of, uh, of leather armor. You pull out a, a rusted short sword that looks like the, the tip has been busted off and you pull out a pair of uh, daggers that look excessively tarnished, but they look like they have something, uh, on them, on the sides of the blades. Hmm. Centipede shit. <laughs> yeah. God damn. It corroded the, the short blades. Um, can I make a... Doo -doo -doo. Would it be investigation or... It would be investigation. Let's say Arcana. All right, let's do investigation to see or if Arcana, I know... Or Arcana, whatever, whatever you want to do. You Tell me what you want to do with it. I could do investigation. Okay. Let's see, oh, Nat one. <laughs> the candle as Stubby comes in with the candle, <laughs> your your dark vision immediately blasted by this bright light. You're unable to tell exactly what it is. All right, well, Stubby, your your candle's uh, blocking my vision here, but <laughs> take a look at these these. Uh, were they daggers or short swords? They look like daggers, like a pair of daggers. There seems to be something engraved on these uh, daggers. I can't tell whether it's centipede shit or just rust buildup, but since you got your candle with you, take a gander. I, I, I take the daggers from uh, Flint and I thank him. Um, I would Put like them in your pockets? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank you. 
Um, can can I attempt an investigation check on sure. these? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to roll investigation. Are you fucking kidding me? A three. I rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> You're just as lame as Flint. Sirkin, what would you like to do at this point? You're in the middle wing here. Uh, I'd like to walk over where um, Flint and uh, Stipey are. Just kind of just walk over, see what they're looking at. Like, here, here, let me take those daggers. So I'll do an investigation check on those. Well, he's doing that. I'm going to get ready to roll. I got a 12. <laughs> 12? You're unable to tell what they are. They just look like a, a strange series of notches along the flat side of the blades. They, they don't look like a, any type of writing, though. It, it's hard for you to determine what these these notches and grooves represent. Here, Griswold, do you want to take a look at this? Yep. <laughs> Just passing those things out. <laughs> like passing a blunt around the groove. <laughs> All right, I didn't do too much better. I got a 15 total. You can, as you're eyeballing these things and Sirkin's pointing out, you know, these notches and these grooves and stuff, to you, they strike you as like, uh, well, first of all, you could tell that underneath all this tarnish that these are fine looking daggers. They appear to be made of, of mithril and they're, they look I, almost identical, but you're able to deduce that these grooves and notches would make these daggers almost work as keys. Hmm. Like the same kind of a, of a design as like a, a key would have. An interesting thing. Okay. Yeah, I, I'll relay, relay that to the group. Um, these seem like quite good daggers, but uh, more importantly, I think they may, may be able to use them as keys somewhere else in here. Hmm. Let's go hang on to those. Or, or something? Or? Uh, maybe we can try and find a match for the daggers. Uh, I can't think of anyone right, uh, any doors right now. About stabbing it in the centipede. <laughs> Maybe they're part of the key. We don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Uh, anything else in that little uh, nest that they had? No, just, just a bunch of crap in there. Okay. Boots, just, just things like that. It looked like they might've consumed possibly who was whoever was living in this barracks area, because that's almost what you could deduce these two rooms were. Okay. And uh, do you want me to roll a perception just to check around the, the beds and stuff that were in that corner? Uh, no, it's not necessary. There's there's really nothing else in that room okay. that you fought the centipedes in. Okay. Um, who was further down on the middle, bottom end of the the room that we walked into because I know we are in the west corner well, they, right now. They both came into the room with you, right? Sirkin, you walked in there and so did Griswold. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, by any chance before we got attacked, Griswold, Sirkin, did you guys see anything down that way? Maybe a, a doorway, a, a passageway, a tunnel? I think I saw a statue. I might have saw something that kind of looked like a door. I'm not entirely sure. I might have to go double check. 
All right, I'm, I mean, if we're done in this corner, I'd, I would like to check the uh, southern area of that room. Okay, of the middle room, right? Of the middle room, correct. Okay, you go to the to center room, you look to the south, you see that there's an iron door there. Any uh, uh, keyholes, anything, handles, anything on it? There's a handle. You don't see any keyholes, though. No keyholes? All right. I don't know how you guys feel what might be on the other side of the door, but if you're ready, no let's pop this thing door. open. <laughs> let's go. Let's do Griswold, it. what would you like to do? Uh, I will stand behind Flint and be ready for whatever. <laughs> okay. Stubby, <laughs> so you still on his shoulders again? I can't see anything, so yes, I'm still on his back. <laughs> okay, Sirkin. Yeah, I'll join the rest of the group. Okay. As you tell me what you want to do, Flint. I want to. You target on that fucker or what? I mean, I'm not like SWAT kicking it down, but I want to like open it like cautiously. Okay. You crack it open. You this, you know, as the the rust on these hinges just makes this grating noise that echoes on both sides of the door, your side as well as whatever's on the other side. You partially crack it, and you can see that uh, that it extends out onto a 10-foot deep corridor that looks like it runs from west to east. Okay. Uh, any sign of illumination in that room? It does appear to be a little bit brighter. Where the illumination's coming from, it's very difficult to tell. But it it would probably help whoever doesn't have dark vision. It would be considered low light for that individual or those individuals. Okay. Um, then seeing that, that nothing off your back now. <laughs> <laughs> this is my opportunity to climb down. Back. <laughs> Since Reloaded. it seems safe to go, I just want to enter the enter five feet and then see if there's any. Uh, Anything else like around, like it's a 10 foot hallway, right? Going down well, a little bit. It's 10 feet deep. Like it extends 10 feet in front of the door. Oh, okay. And there's, you know, the hallway is 10 foot wide. And then as you step into the hallway, you can see that it extends uh, 15 feet to the west before going south and 15 feet to the east before going south. It's like it dead ends and goes south. Okay. I'll go the 10 feet in to where it opens up more. And I'll wait for. I'll wait there. Okay. Sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll follow. Go ahead. I'll go ahead. I, I'll, I'll follow up behind thing. Flint because I'm pretty close mm -hmm. to him anyway. <laughs> okay. Griswold? Yeah, following along. Okay. Sirkin? Yeah, same thing. Follow in. Okay. You guys follow in. You guys see that, uh, you know, the, the hallways themselves are made out of rough hewn stones on the, on the walls. On the floor, the ceiling looks very dark, craggy, uh, and you see that it goes 15 feet to the to the west and to the east before they end and then go to the south. Is that can we can we tell which direction? Is it still the light still low? Can we? It's tell still it? pretty low. Um, Go and make a perception check. Uh, well, wait, which way are you guys looking, first of all? 
just looking straight down. Which way straight down? Like at the wall in front of you, or no, like... no. Well, I'm at the the <laughs> edge, like into the inner, the the center of the room, I guess. It's not really a room. It's a or the opening it, of the hallway. Yeah. Well, like you enter the hallway, and it goes. The whole hallway is ten feet wide. So, like, even if you turned east, the hallway is still ten feet wide. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. And then you could go down fifteen feet. And it looks like there's something against that far wall. And then if you were to turn to the uh, east and go 15 feet, it looks like there's something on that far wall as well. There could not be but, some fuck centipedes. <laughs> centipede I'd like statues. Go, <laughs> I'd like to go towards the, the wall where um, you said that there may be something there. They both look that way at, at either end. Okay. East and west. Um, I, I go west. Okay. So you go 15 <laughs> feet. And as your, <laughs> as your eyes start to try to adjust, you notice that against the wall is actually a door. <gasps> it's a solid iron door at the terminus of this hallway. And it looks like it it's looks uh, like it has a slip for a dagger. <laughs> what's that? It looks like it has a keyhole for it that fits a dagger. Well, it looks like there's a keyhole in it, but you also notice that there's a, uh, like a metal sliding piece at about eye level. Password, please. In like a small uh, slit at the bottom of the door. That's about 14 inches wide by about two inches high. Ooh. Mm. I'm getting an Indiana Jones vibe here. We're going to get sawed in half. <laughs> well, imagine like a, like the door has like a panel. Yep. And then at the bottom yeah. of the door, yeah, there's like there's... a slot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's where all the snakes come out. Um, <laughs> uh, how, how tall is that bottom slit? It's only about two and a half inches high, but it, it's all the way, it's from the floor up as though the door itself has been cut. Okay, so at the bottom of the floor, it's cut up like two and a half inches and it's the- Of the door, yeah. Okay. And is it metal? The door? No, the slit, is it, oh, is it just open or is it metal or? Yeah, it's like a- Like imagine this is the, the slit up at the top that slides and at the very bottom of the door, the door is cut, cut open. Upwards. Yeah. Okay. It looks like uh, you could see through the, the other side of the door through that little opening. Okay. Um, is, uh, do I see uh, any light coming from that slit on the bottom? Any more light than what's in the hallway? No, it's still the same kind of ambient light that's all around you, which is very low lit at, at most. Okay, so I, I look back at the group and I'm like, look guys, I can't see much of anything in here. Maybe one of you guys wanna look with your dark vision and that slit, cause I'm blind. <laughs> yeah, well, even at your height, you, you can't even look at, at the sliding panel. You couldn't look through the sliding panel. Either, so. no, I was I was talking to the slit of looking down in the <laughs> at the bottom slit. Yeah, the Ooh. bottom <laughs> the bottom slot. 
split I, slot. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't see anything. Maybe maybe one of you guys can look through here. Am I the only one tall enough to actually look through the top slot? Probably. Mm, I mean, probably. That's. I mean, you guys could pyramid up if you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's like Scooby Doo. It's like five feet off the ground. It's not. You know. But I think oh, it might hell, be the Magdon, man. Okay, well, I'll join Sabi and try to first look through the, the the sliding thing on the top. Okay, you slide it to the side and you look inside, and, and you could tell that there's a uh, like a, a stone bench along the northern wall. It looks like some kind of a latrine-looking thing in the southern wall. Basically, it looks to you like it's a cell. But it's empty. Oh. Okay, so I relay that to Stabby. It's like, kind of looks like a prison cell or something like that. Want to go in and check it out? Yeah, let's do it. Be just like uh, when I was younger, enslaved. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez. Bring back good memories. What? Okay, so you want to muscle this door open? Yeah, I'll I'll just try to open it. Okay. It grinds. And screeches just like the uh, the door that led into the, the original hallway. And you see that this particular room is uh, 10 feet deep by 15 feet wide. And as I described, there's a there's a stone sleeping esque uh, bunk. What looks to be like some kind of a whole potty thing in the southern wall. And other than that, there's really nothing of interest in this particular room at all. Okay. So yeah, I'll take a look around. It's kind of like, it just looks like an empty prison cell to me. I don't think there's anything in here. Griswold, are you still outside? Um, yeah, I who's guess Who's inside? So. Who's outside? I'm outside. I'm outside right now. Okay. Griswold? Outside. Outside. Stubby? I'm still still outside. I didn't go in with uh, Sirkin. Okay. Because of the low light, uh, Flint, you and Griswold are actually able to make out about 15 feet further down the, the corridor, another uh, iron door against the western wall. From what you can tell, it almost looks like the same kind of door that uh, that you guys had just opened as well. All right. Um, but it, it, almost, it almost looks as though there, uh, even though the corridor keeps going down, like way down there, there's also a... Uh, a hallway about another 10 feet past that door that goes to the west. Do you guys want to see if there's what's in the other room? It could possibly be another holding cell for whatever purposes they had here. I'd certainly like to take a look. Yeah. Yes, I would. I would like to take a look as well. All right, let's make okay. mosey on down. As you mosey down, tell me what you describe for me what you want to do in front of this door. Uh, I want to open it. Okay. I mean, this one seems a little little stiffer, a little tighter. Uh, why don't you go ahead and make a strength check? That's what she said. Oh, yeah, snap. we're gonna strength this thing it's down. Tighter. <laughs> All right. Uh, still feeling a little fatigued from the damage. I rolled a six. Six? You're just not able to make this thing budge. 
Oh, you know what? I forgot to ask you to keep making that uh, that con save, by that the way. con save? All right. <laughs> Make it right now. That is 17. 17. You no longer feel the effects of what this centipede had dumped in your your cavity. <laughs> How to use cavity, huh? All right. I got, um, I got a wealth of, of words. Circa <laughs> <laughs> and I... I failed to uh, try to bust this door open. Um, you seem to be one of the stronger ones. Might you be able to aid? Oh, well, well thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. You're, you're so muscle, muscular. <laughs> muscular. I can't tell if circuits flattered or Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's like shining in front of the camera, they're right, loosening up buttons and shit. <laughs> Just got this waxed. <laughs> uh, I rolled an 18. You muscle through this door like it's nobody's business. Just let me show you how to do this tiny blaze through this thing. And you see that this room is identical to the other room, but mirrored. Like instead of the the mm-hmm. bunk being against the north wall, it's against the southern wall. And the, the latrine aspect of it is against the northern wall. As you and that. bursted this door open, uh, Grizzle, while you're out in the hallway, why don't you go and make a perception check? Uh, that's a seven. Seven? <laughs> you're just watching these buffoons do almost nothing. Yeah. All right. Circuit, check the uh, the toilet bowl. Maybe they made some fine hooch. Some Pruno, <laughs> some Pruno, <laughs> aged Pruno, because <laughs> because that's actually a thing. Is like it doesn't look like uh, this place has been utilized in quite some time. It looks very run down. You know, you, you get a lot of dust in the air. Uh, the the torch holders have long since been emptied. The the rings that hold them along the walls are just down and and blackened. Uh, doesn't look like anybody has been in this portion for quite some time. Well, let's hope they keep it that way. Stubby, where are you at? Um, I am. Uh, I'm at the. I'm in the doorway. Okay. The Why don't you go and make a, a perception check while you're standing there as well? Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. As you're looking around, watching uh, Flint and Sirkin investigate this second cell, you're kind of looking around. You look up and you notice, curiously, there's this semicircle stone ridge that seems to be running along the ceiling and through the hallway. Uh, it looks about six inches in diameter or so. And it looks like it's made out of the same material that the ceiling is made out of. But it seems to go from... Uh, one side of the hallway, across the hallway, and into the other side of the hallway, you know, like as, as though going through some kind of a, like a channel or something like that. It's a unusual looking tube thing. Uh, and it's, is it recessed into the ceiling or is it? No, it's, it's hanging down from the ceiling, like a. Okay. So it's you know, like, like the ceiling. Kind of like this. And it's a channel. Yeah, exactly. Just like okay. that. Just like and, that. What type of material? Can I tell what kind of material that channel is? Go ahead and make a uh, an investigation check. 
Because I don't think you're a dwarf, right? You're you're no, halfling. So. Halfling. Hmm. Uh, roll to twelve. Twelve. Nah, you're not really. It looks almost like the same material as the as the ceiling, but you really can't tell. Okay. And it's wall from. I'm sorry. What were you gonna say? And it just it runs down the length of the. No, no. It actually cuts across the hallway, almost at an angle, like a. Like from the northeastern going to like the the southwestern portion of the hallway. It doesn't go directly across it, but just at at a slight cant. Okay. Griswold, what were you going to do? Um, can I check that out as well? Sure. Uh, sorry, what kind of role were you making, Stevie? Uh, investigation. Or I, as a dwarf, you could probably do like stone cunning or whatever. All right, that's actually what I was hoping for. Um, let's see here. Did I add to this? Is that an advantage or? Uh, I think a it's plus. I think it's just um, you get to add to your perso- uh, proficiency twice. Okay, uh, I didn't roll that great, but that means I got a sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. You can tell that um, that the that this semicircular channel is not natural, but it does look like it's made from the same material as the ceiling. Most likely, they had uh, they built this thing to look like the ceiling. Does that make sense? Like they took the material that the ceiling was made out of to make this. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Okay. Can't necessarily make sense of that yet, but um, I'll give that information to the group and see. If one of them can. Okay, Flint. With this new information, what would you like to do with it? I would like to notify everyone that we did not find any pruno in the cells. That we uh, tossed the cells clean. No uh, indications of weapons or anything. No found. shanks. <laughs> no shanks. And uh, I would. Better also... be making a machine gun. That's right. Can't be talking to people like that. Uh, I will also like to make. Were you making an investigation or a history for stone cunning? Uh, it should be under your racial trait. Me could do uh, investigation, just, it... but as a dwarf, it should be a racial trait. Oh, okay. Stone cutting is history, and you get to add your proficiency twice. All right, let's do, I'll check it out again. And that is not going to be as great as yours. That is just an eight. Yeah, you're just enthralled by how he's talking to you about his knowledge of stones, and you're thinking of Pruno. You're very wise. (laughs) So as you, uh, as he's talking to you, you notice that the, the corridor continues to go south. Uh, And then, like I said, there's a a corridor about another 20 feet that goes to the west. But you also notice that the the corridor will continue to go south for about another 20 feet and then uh, angle off to the southwest from where you are. All right, let's find that Peruno. No, I'm just kidding. Tell me what you want to do. 
we can't follow that uh that pipeline that we saw on the ceiling right because it ends up extending out of the room diagonally is it looks said. like from where where you're looking at it that it, it angles down and then it goes along the ridge of the of the corridor almost uh -huh. following the wall to the south and then it looks like it takes a a turn to the west down the corridor okay um i would like to try to chase that trail and see where that leads okay so what you guys want to do tell me what you want to do yeah i i i'm with flint okay Gotta find where we are now. You guys are getting all over the place. That's what we do. That's right. You notice that this corridor that you go down west, it goes down about uh I'm sorry. <laughs> what are you doing, man? What? Don't talk to me like that. I'll fire all of you. Okay, so you go, you can see that as you go down that corridor, it goes down about 40 feet, and the ridge continues to go down this entire corridor. And it actually uh, goes in to the far west wall. But you can, at where it ends at the far west wall, it looks like the corridor goes north at the end of it. And as you're, I, I don't know how far down this particular corridor you guys have walked or if you just are witnessing this or what what you're doing. So tell me what you guys want to do. I would take it that I'm following it down and going pretty much where it leads. Quick okay. question, is it only coming from that one room when we're down that, that corridor? Are we seeing it on both sides? Like as if the other cell had one as well? No, it didn't, it didn't go, it doesn't go into the cell. Imagine that the cell doors, okay, there was two cell doors Mm -hmm. They were about 20 feet apart on the west wall. <clears throat> on the east wall, this is what's why it's so hard to do this on Zoom. <clears throat> on the east wall of that corridor, it extends out of that wall, okay. angles, and goes towards the west wall where the two doors are, okay. and then it starts running along the upper ridge where the wall meets the ceiling. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that there wasn't two lines going down. No, like it's one because it like, once it comes, once it hits the other wall, it goes down and then extends a little bit past that corner. So it then runs down the center of that western corridor, where it dead ends into the the far west wall, and that's where it ends. Like it it went into that wall, and then from there you could see that there's a corridor that goes to the north. But I also need you to make a perception check as you're like looking at this corridor. Okay. Just him or all of us? What's that? Uh, just him or all of us? Uh, if you're next to him, go ahead and make that same perception check. That's good. That is a non-natural 20. All right. Better than me. As you're looking at this, you notice in the southern wall about halfway down that western corridor that uh, a portion of this wall looks like it was once disguised but because of all this this decay and moisture in the air and all the other attributes that cause decay that uh, it's basically left a poorly hidden door that had once been uh, secreted away 
Okay. Um, hey guys, I believe I might have found a passage of some kind uh, down at the south wall. Uh, I want to go up to it. Um, I would like to. I don't know if it would be perception or investigation. I just want to see what if it's. You said it was a hidden door. Is it a wooden door? Yeah, like no, it looks like it was or... part of the part of the wall, like a secret passageway that they had once hid. But because of all the the moisture and everything else, the decay, and possibly when this whole tower collapsed a short time ago, you know, maybe it dislodged more of the uh, the, the the camouflage that hid this thing. Okay. Um, do I see any slots? Can I make a perception to see if any slots, handles, any way that I could tell that might open this? Yeah, secret go and make a, make a perception check. Okay. Uh, I fail. I'm just enamored that I found the door. That's a six. Love of the door. No, you don't. Oh. You don't notice anything. Other than it looks like it, it's definitely defunct from whatever it once was. Stabby, as you're with this with your group, what would you like to do with this? information as well um i'll i'll try a perception check also okay. i'm not hopeful i'm not that smart eh, 14 not bad 14 yep you don't see any any handles on it but you do see what flint was talking about about how this looks to be some kind of a portal that probably gives way you don't notice anything on the floor so it's highly probable it maybe will swing inwards Okay. Um, I'd like to... Um, I don't have any other um, indication of if, if it swings in to the right or the left. No, you can't tell because you don't see any hinges at all. Not, nothing at all. Okay. Um, I'd like to give it a shot and try to push it open. Okay. Uh, but, uh, make a strength check as you feel the resistance that it gives you. Uh, 13. 13? Yep. You can feel it budging on your right side, but you just you can't get it, not by yourself. Okay. I, I look back at uh, at Sirkin. I'm like, hey, strong man. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I, I tried to push this. this oh, flex it up, man. <laughs> what I think is a door, but um, it, it kind of budged on the right, but not the left. Maybe you can give this a shot. And... All right. Yeah. Is the star open? It's <laughs> <laughs> just walking around with me. Yeah. Opening jars. <laughs> I bought you a, a jar of pickles. You want me to open it for you? This time I got a three. Three? Ah, he's bonking. Give this guy a power bar or something, man. All right. You're out of here. Power boosting. Griswold, you watch these these guys attempting to push this door open. It's not really giving giving way. Um, my mind's still at daggers. Does it seem like you can use the dagger as a key on this one? Possibly. Uh, do I need to make an investigation check or something for that? Unless you just want to stab it in this. Yep. Stone <laughs> stab it right in the butthole. <laughs> Go and make an investigation check. Uh, let's see. This isn't great. I got a. 13? Wait, let me check. It might be 14. Nope, 13. Do I hear a 15? <laughs> no, no. You do notice that there is a slot between the the faux brick that's there. Whether or not the, the grout 
had fallen out intentionally or that's part of whatever you're looking for, you really can't tell. Try it anyway. I'm going to uh, stab the dagger, the dagger into that and try and okay. wiggle around. You slip it in and you actually feel it like hesitate, like, like shudder as you bring it in, but it actually takes the full blade all 10 inches <laughs> into the slot <laughs> and you feel the door actually very easily swing open for you. That door just lost its virginity. Ooh. Right. <laughs> you don't know that though. <laughs> uh, I think that door has been used a few times. <laughs> right. As you, uh, as you peel open this door, you can see uh, on the other side of this thing, a hallway that's only about five feet in front of you. And it goes to the west about 10 feet and then goes further south. that makes sense? So like you open up the door and it dead ends to a wall, right? Five feet in front of you. If you look to the west, which is to your right, it goes down about 10 feet and and then goes south to the left. Okay. I guess I'll, I'll just start walking in and see where that pathway takes me. That's right. Fucking macho right. man. That's right. <laughs> so as you, you enter and you make a, a left and start heading south, you notice that the western wall has a bunch of doors just boom. Every five feet, boom. Another five feet, boom. And you can count that there's four doors along the western wall. Each of them looks just like the ones that you had looked at previously with the eye slots and the food slots at the bottom and it looks like it goes down probably about 40 feet to the south and then turns to the east okay um i'd like to just take a peek into one of the doors just see if like i see the same exact thing i saw in one of the previous cells just to make sure there's like nothing i don't expect as you slide it open, you look inside, you actually notice that there appears to be a corpse in this room. Ooh. Okay. All right, so I let the group know, it's like, hey, I think there's actually something in there. It looks like a corpse or a dead body or something like that. I'm gonna try to check it out. Okay. So, I- so you open it up, open it yeah. up. You see that this corpse is just crumpled in the corner. It's you can't really tell unless you make a mess and check how long it's been there or um, what happened to it. So let me know how you wish to proceed. Yeah, I'd like to try to do a medicine check and see if I can just see how long it's been there. Okay. Uh, that is a 17. 17. You could tell that even though decay has set in, that the its skull has been crushed in. Um most likely died from some type of blunt force trauma. Go ahead and make an investigation check as well. Some foul play. Investigation, that's uh, 13. 13. Even though its clothes are in tatters, they do look as though they're, they're, they hold some kind of official capacity. But because how old they are, you really can't tell what, what they are. 
Okay. Um, I want to go in the room as as well now. Taking a look at them, him. even though they're close, him. him sorry. Uh, taking a look at him or her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and their clothes being tattered. Can we tell whether? Can I take a perception? Do a perception and see if their clothes is like regular civilian or were they dressed for prisoners? Okay. As prisoners, like they changed their outfits. Okay. That is a 21. 21? They don't look like civilians. Or the clothes don't look like they would belong to a civilian. They don't look like they would belong to a prisoner either. In fact, they almost look as though they belong to maybe a guard that worked here. Griswold, you're outside the room. Uh, Are you outside the room as well? I am. Both of you make a perception check. Four. Twelve. Twelve. You hear a faint noise, but you just can't tell where it's coming from, Stubby. Griswold, you don't hear anything. <laughs> okay. Um, I'd like to move down the corridor a little bit and just see if I can get any sense of where this sound is coming from. Okay. You move down. How many? How far down would you like to go? You got um, three more doors you could go down or you could follow it all the way down south and make a, a left heading east if you wish. I'll, I'll go um, I'll go all the way to the end of the hall. Okay. Make a perception check again. 12 again. 12. You hear more of a commotion coming from the hallway you're now facing and you could see that there's several more doors along the northern wall of this corridor, which extends for probably, gosh, I don't know, maybe 70 feet from where you stand to the east. And there's five more doors that are sporadically placed along the northern wall of that corridor. Okay, um, I I yell back to the group and say, hey guys, I I hear something down in this other hall. Come down here. Let's let's figure out what the sound is. Flint, what are you doing, being in that room with Sirkin? Um, a little taken back. I'll tell Sirkin that you know I I believe this might be a guard. I don't know if he was a regular prisoner, but there's got to be a reason why they held held them behind this hidden wall. And is there uh, another quick perception of the cell? Maybe anything on the body or. I know it's pretty much a corpse at this point and probably looking like a skeleton, but is there anything else in the room? Go ahead and make another, uh, well, how, you want to inspect the the corpse, correct? Correct. Go ahead and make a medicine check. Medicine check, all right. Yeah, that's gonna be good, 24. 24, you notice that its right hand is missing. Okay, um, I'll, you know, grab the right arm. Left hand? <laughs> left hand or right? No, his right hand. I said, you know, I grab the, I'm like, left hand? <laughs> <laughs> I grab his hand and I, I raise it, you know, like examining the body and since Sirkin's right there so we could see and we notice that the uh, 
the uh, the hand is missing. I just give him a weird look, like some shady shit went down. Yeah, something seems off. Yeah, his right hand. <laughs> <Da-da-da>. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> um, other than that, I mean, we'll go see where I'll go head out the room and see what the commotion is outside. Okay, Griswold, from where you are, you watch these two come out of the out of the cell. You know, Stubby had went all the way down, and he's like staring down the the corridor that leads to the east. You still have three more doors to your right along this corridor. What would you like to do? Hmm. Can I take the door closest to me? Sure. Um, is there anything like distinctive about it at all, or is it just? It looks just like the one that those two had went through just a moment ago. This is like the next door down the line. Okay. Um, you know what? All these doors are confusing me. I'm gonna follow. <laughs> I'm just gonna follow <laughs> everyone else. <laughs> okay. So as you guys can congregate at the end of this corridor, all staring, looking down the east trying to lean your ear in. Everybody make a perception check. Oh, come on. Damn. Stubby. 18. Flint. 7. Sirkin. 12. Griswold. 4. You and that 4. Stubby. As you've stood there, leaning, creaning your ear in as best as you can, you hear this, this faint voice say, Oh, gods, kind faces bless you. I've been saved. See you next session. <laughs> you knew it. <laughs> Five centipedes jump out at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>you for joining us once again on roll the hard 20 podcast remember you can find us and subscribe to us on itunes google play stitcher spotify and iHeartRadio. and if you like what you're hearing please leave us that five star review you could also contact the show directly at roll the hard 20 podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at roll the hard 20 podcast.com and be sure to check out the galleries we got a lot of really interesting stuff posted there And finally, join us on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash rolltheheart20podcast. There are ways for you to help out the show and pick up swag. So until next session, keep your dice warm and your glass full as you roll those hard 20s.